Inspiration, Adventist Reflections. Now, to discuss character building ideas, here is your host, Dr. Denzi. Hi family, welcome back to the Adventist Reflections Podcast. Today we are going through another chapter of the book of Daniel. And this time around we're going to dissect Daniel chapter 10. And for that we have Zenny again. And uh, Zenny, how are you going today? Very good, Dan. How are you doing? I am well, thank you. I'm excited that we're going to be speaking about this. Good to hear. I think uh, things have progressed from the last time that we recorded with this crisis a pandemic crisis now of the coronavirus. Our churches are shut down here in Australia. I'm assuming I know that some places in the U.S. and the Philippines and Mongolia have also closed down for a while. So here we are. It is what it is, and uh, we're trying to use well, measurements. It's, it's all around, isn't it? Yeah, it's all around the place. Yeah, I think this will be a good opportunity to even share with the people who listen to this around the world to make sure that they keep connected to, through technology, to keep connected uh, with church folks. So what do you think about this? Life has changed, hasn't it? You know, um, this is once in a lifetime. It uh, is. Once in a hundred years. We ha in, Never in my lifetime have I experienced anything like this. Mm. And it is changing drastically the way we do our lives. Mm. So... So much has changed. Absolutely. Friend. Even though we have this adversity, we can utilize it, utilize this opportunity as an avenue to be able to go back a little bit like in the early church, except we have a Absolutely. lot more technology and that facilitates Absolutely. that connection. Excellent. And look, maybe, I don't know what you think, Zenny. I'm probably being a bit... Uh, obnoxious by saying this or asking this but i will be happy to put the link to your live stream into the episode so if you who listen to this by a podcast go to the description we can put the i link so that they can go back to the website where you're gonna uh, broadcast this live uh, oh, yes. and then my link from whatever whatever yes. in the yes. world Definitely. excellent Definitely. well zenny um daniel again yes and now is chapter 10. We we talked yes. last time about, you, you share with us uh, about the meaning of, of, of the prophecy that was given to Daniel, that vision, the prayer that Daniel had, the 2,300 days, the 70 weeks, really. That's what we talked last time and, and what that meant for, for all of us. And mm. now we are back to, to, to this book and now we have chapter 10. And, and it sounds to me that this is the the start of uh, the like, kind of like the great final vision that Daniel will have about something exactly. that is to come. So we'd exactly. like to share with us what's happening here. What, what Where are we at the moment in this book? You're right. From chapter 10 to chapter 12, we could basically say that this is um, one literally un literary unit. Okay. Um, and uh, And so basically what happens from now on Mm -hmm. uh, is, um, is 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 it is talking about simply one one vision, yes, uh, and uh, 
So it's basic. It's basically now starting with uh, with with chapter chapter twelve, uh, chapter ten. Mm-hmm. So we are in, uh, in in the third year of Cyrus, who is the king of Persia. Yeah. So we are in the year five hundred and thirty six, five hundred and thirty five. Right. Uh, so this is taking place uh, straight after two years after Daniel nine. And remember, um, Daniel nine. Mm-hmm. We may, meet Daniel in, Dan, uh, in in chapter nine, praying to God after he discovered from the prophet um, Jeremiah that basically two years are left before the fulfillment of seventy year prophecy. Right. That the people will be in captivity in Babylon for seventy years. Mm-hmm. So this is happening two years after this in other words at the time when this prophecy of jeremiah is being fulfilled and people were to come back from babylon back to jerusalem so it is a huge year mm. big, big year um that that we are talking about about yeah and look what the text says it says a revelation was given to daniel mm-hmm. its message was true and it concerned a great war the expression for great war in, in, in Hebrew is Tzabal Gadol, a great war. Oh, wow. Okay, yes. So this is now very, very interesting. This great war is much more than local wars taking place. It's like, a, is, like a big scale. Big scale. What we are going to see in the book of Daniel, this is not, not just a physical war, with physical army and nations uh, fighting each other. But beyond this, mm. this is a war which involves spiritual, real spiritual powers. Okay, yes. Uh, uh, even we can say God's angels and evil angels, mm. as, as they are struggling over the minds and hearts of people. So this is an all-comprehensive war. A great com- co- cosmic conflict, if you will. Sure. So Daniel says the understanding of the message came to him in a vision. Mm-hmm. So historically speaking, Daniel is still very important official king, uh, official in king's court, and he is still being called Belteshazzar. Remember that we are in the time of uh, Medo Persia. Yes. Uh, and this is just before the return of uh, Jews uh, to their homeland. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that Daniel will not be going back to Jerusalem. Mm. By this time, he is 90 years old. Okay. It's just basically too late for him to come. He's pretty it's aged. Not, it won't be long before Daniel will pass away. Mm. Mm. But let's look at it. So it says at that time that Daniel mourned for three weeks. Okay. Of deaths. So Daniel is doing pretty much the same thing what we saw in Daniel nine, and that's that he was fasting. He in that in, in in chapter nine, we find him putting a sackcloth and ashes mm. and praying to God. God, please, as I'm reading the book of Jeremiah, it tells me that we should be back home in Jerusalem, and we we cover that. Mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. said, so this is happening now two years after, and he's doing very similar thing. He's fasting and he's praying. Mm. And it's interesting that it says, it doesn't say for three weeks he was kind of praying, mourning, and fasting, but 
that it says three weeks of days. Right, yes. Which is very unusual uh, way of saying it. Daniel could have said, I, I, was, I mourned for three weeks, mm -hmm. and we will perfectly understand it. Even, uh, interestingly, in chapter 9, we find about 70 weeks, and it doesn't say of days. Yeah. But here it says three weeks of days. And the reason for it, it wants to distinguish between prophetic weeks, right. 70 weeks, yeah. where one day is for one year, and literal weeks or literal days. And here it says three weeks of days. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting interesting point. So in, in Daniel 9, he was desperate. In Daniel 10, he was desperate because... He, now the fulfillment of the prophecy needs to take place. Mm -hmm. That's why he's praying again. He prayed in, uh, in chapter 9. We find him praying and he's humbling himself before God. Mm -hmm. And he's doing the same thing in chapter 10. Mm. Gabriel comes at the end of chapter 9, at the end of Daniel's prayer at the time of, uh, of daily sacrifice. And here again, Gabriel comes. It's like a repetition. There is parallelism between the two chapters. Yeah. He's fasting. Um, we find that the fasting in the Old Testament in a couple of places, and this is one of them, uh, when God says to Moses, and this was especially done um, around the time of judgment or Yom Kippur, which would, which would take place once a year in Israel. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said to Moses, go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow. Have them wash their clothes and be ready by the day, because on that day the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. Mm -hmm. Actually, this one is not to do with the judgment. This one is to do with the giving of, of the covenant okay. uh, over, over Ten Commandments. Uh, another one here is the book of Ex Esther, when Esther um, uh, prays and fasts. Um, mm. So this is, uh, and, and both Daniel and Esther were fasting in the time of Passover. Right, okay. And at this time, he receives the vision. So this is the context within which Daniel receives this vision about this Tzaval Gadol, a great war mm -hmm. that that was, that was to take place mm -hmm. um it is interesting um to 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 compare daniel now uh, daniel 10 and joshua okay uh, because they cover they cover um they also talk about war but they talk about uh kind of the same person uh as the is the main actor Okay. Of, of of their vision. Okay. So Daniel saw somebody who looked like a man. I looked up and there before me was a man. Mm -hmm. And Joshua also saw somebody who who stood before him. Um, we find it in chapter five. Um, as somebody who was who who looked like a man. Okay. So there's a lot um, of parallelisms. Yep. Yeah? In, in Daniel, he's a commander of the army of the Lord. So look, he's a man, and he's a commander of the army of God. Mm -hmm. well, how is that possible? Imagine that man is the commander of the army of the Lord. Mm. 
which is interesting. And also in, 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 in Joshua, we find that he is the commander of the army. Sure. So it's kind of the same person. So mm. the main actor, who is like a man, who looks like a man, and he's the commander of the army, this is the main actor. <clears throat> okay. Um, so we find him in Daniel 1 and uh, uh, in chapter, verse 1 and also in verse 13. He's also called the prince. Right. And Gabriel calls him also your prince. Oh, and yes. He's your prince. Okay? Yes. So this is 600 years before Jesus comes. Because yes. Jesus is our prince. Absolutely. He's the commander. But he's not all our commander. He's also the commander of the army of God. Mm. This is really important to see. Um, so he is the commander of the army. But not only that, on top of that, he's a priest. On right. top of that, he's a high priest. Look, in Daniel 5 and 6, he's mm -hmm. dressed in linen. Yes. He has a belt of fine gold on him. Mm. And we, a, a, a good student of the Bible, would know that in the book of Revelation, we find the same kind of a character, Jesus himself. In Daniel 10, 10 5 and 6, we find that he has a body like a topaz, mm -hmm. face like lightning, eyes like flaming torches, arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze. Exactly the same description. Mm. And we know that this one is Jesus. Right. Because this is... In the book of Revelation, we know that this is Jesus. So when we compare Revelation 1 and Revelation 10, then we are totally and 100% sure that this is one and the same person and none other but Jesus. Wow. Daniel still does not know, but for us, we know. Yeah. Okay? He's dressed in lin uh, a long robe in the Revelation 1, golden sash around his chest, eyes like blazing fire, feet like bronze glowing, voice like the sound of rushing waters. He's a man, he's firstborn from the dead, he's first and the last in the mm. book of Revelation. He's our high priest. So that's him. Right. What we find also that the reaction of Daniel to the vision of this man who is a high priest, mm -hmm. who, um, who is a commander of the army, mm -hmm. who looks like a man, he must have looked majestic. He looks sure. majestic in the book of Revelation. He looks majestic here. Mm -hmm. And the reaction of Daniel, reaction of Ezekiel, because also Ezekiel saw the same person. Mm -hmm. And the reaction of John in the book of Revelation is exactly the same. Right. Look what is the reaction of Daniel. I fell into deep sleep with my face to the ground. He simply could not stand the glory of this being. Mm. When I saw it, Ezekiel said, I fell face down. John says, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though I was dead. Mm. This is incredible vision of beauty and glory that a normal human eye and a human being can hardly stand. Yeah, absolutely. So, as we said, this is a son of man. Mm -hmm. that we encountered in, in Daniel 7. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the high priest in Daniel 8. Yeah. He's the glorious, fiery being, the co commander of the army, and the high priest of Daniel 10. Mm. One and the same person. 
Right. No. So he sees mm -hmm. he sees him. Yes. And he falls with his face on the ground. Yes. Daniel see uh, uh, Gabriel sees what's going on with Daniel, and he tells him, "Hey, Daniel, don't be afraid." Mm -hmm. Since the first day, and then Gabriel starts to talk to Daniel. He says, "Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them." Mm. So he's kind of uh, frightened by this vision of this son of man and a high priest. Yeah. Gabriel yeah. comes to see him and he says, Daniel, don't be afraid. Mm. You started praying three weeks ago. Now let me tell you, the first day you prayed, I heard your prayer. Mm. What a, come. That's amazing. And I've come and re as a response to that. Mm. So as soon as Daniel starts praying his prayer, he was heard by God. That's really important. Mm. This is important for us. As soon as we start praying, our God hears our prayers. Absolutely. Very, very important. Uh, but this is a question. Is there a need to, to fast or to pray for three weeks? If okay. God hears our prayers straight away, you know, why, why go on? Sure. It's interesting that the content of the prayer was not recorded. We don't find it. Mm -hmm. uh, so God hears a prayer before it is even formulated. Okay. He knows it from the beginning to the yeah, end. According to it? Psalm 139. Mm. So this tells us that God's response does not depend on quantity or quality of our prayers. Mm. So during these three weeks of fasting and prayer, Gabriel was involved in a battle against the prince of Persia. That's what Gabriel tells him. It says, yes, I've heard your prayer and God has heard your prayer the very first time you prayed. Mm -hmm. And you've been doing that for, the, for these three weeks. I want to tell you now that I, Gabriel, was involved in a battle mm -hmm. against the king of Persia. This is strange. How mm. can an angel be in a battle against a, a, a mortal? Uh, yeah, a man. A mortal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mortal does not stand a chance. Not at all. So this is where this whole idea of Tzaval Gadol, or a great war, gets oh, into focus. right. So we are seen behind the visible. So there was we like a cosmic, a cosmic exactly. war. Exactly, cosmic battle, cosmic war. We, we see Gabriel with his angels. Right. And we see devil and his angels mm -hmm. fighting. And they are fighting uh, in the context of this Persian king who needs to give an edict for Israel to go back. To let them go, yeah. Okay. Over the mind of this king. Right. This is real battle. So this tells us that the battle, the greatest battle taking place today is the battle of on over human heart and mind. Mm, it makes sense. That's, that's really important. So there's a connection between spiritual battle of Daniel during three weeks of fasting and prayer and reality surrounding them. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yes, yes. And so look what is, what, what's happening in this whole th thing. 
Dan- so Daniel hears words and falls on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, angel touches his hand right. and knees. Yeah, in verse 10 and 11, yes. And in verse 12, angel comforts him, angel comforts him, tells him, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. And he tells him about this struggle with the prince of Persia. Mm. That he's fighting together with Michael, yeah. who is our prince, who is yeah. this majestic being. Yes. That the, Daniel sees. The one in the vision he saw, yes. Uh, so this, this is being repeated twice. In the in, in in chapter ten, okay. Um, so as we said, Michael. So who is this character, Michael? So it's actually actually the same one. So that's really that's really the the high priest. This is the son of man. This is our priest. This is the commander of the army. But he also we find him as Michael, right? The prince. Mm. He led Moses as a prince warrior against Pharaoh. He led Joshua in the battle of Jericho. He led Israel to the promised land. And the, the name Michael, the name Michael uh, uh, means the one who is like God. Mm. Mm. Whenever, whenever Hebrew name finishes with L, that is that that E L refers to God. Right. Okay. So Michael is is the one who who is who is the commander of the army, mm-hmm. and Michael is the one who is leading in this battle together with Gabriel. Right. And this battle is over this Persian king over his mind and heart, so that Jews would go back, mm. go back to to Jerusalem. In in the book of Exodus, um, uh, we have this this scene of of a war cry of victory mm-hmm. uh, that that we find um, in in Exodus 15 the enemy boasted I will pursue I will overtake them I will d- divide their sports I will divide the sports I will gorge myself on them I will draw my sword in my hand will dest- I will destroy them but you blew with your breath and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the, in the mighty waters. Who among the gods is like you, Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, working wonder? Mm. So Moses behind this also sees the army of God uh, led by God, led by Michael mm-hmm. in, in this great Savalgadol, in this great war. Right. Here in Daniel, we know that the commander of the army is Michael, son of man. We know him as son of man, commander of the army, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, in Psalm, we find Psalm is the same. My whole being will exclaim, who is like you, Lord? You rescue the poor from those too strong for, for them, the poor and needy from those who rob them. So what we find here is that our prayers matter. Mm. And our God comes to us when we ask Him. Mm, absolutely. And the angels of God are around us. Mm. And they fight, they are there to fight our battles. So we are not on our own. Mm. God is with us and He is on our side. Mm-hmm. But the battle is very real, isn't it? Absolutely. And it is amazing. So, yeah. 
So that's really what is going on. So this is kind of, of a background mm-hmm. to um, to um, to this whole uh, story that will develop then after that in chapter eleven and in yes. chapter twelve. So it gives us a context about great cosmic war mm. that started a long time ago and that will finish at the time of the end. Right. So chapter 11 is going to continue uh, developing this Saval Gadol, great controversy mm. that will finish in our time. Mm. We are really privileged to know be- what is going on behind the curtains. So what we know is happening behind the curtains is that Jesus commander of the army of God mm-hmm. fights for his people mm-hmm. and gives us the outcomes we desire to have. Mm. Absolutely. And the best outcomes we can have. Mm. The encouragement is really prayer. Mm. That's where we prayer. started with Daniel. That is the key. The angel tells him, as soon as you started praying, your God heard your prayer. Mm. And our Prince Jesus is on our side, and heavenly angels are on our side. So in this great controversy, in this great war, we are not alone. Mm. And look, this is really poignant message, especially in the time that we live in. Mm. I don't need to tell you that this is crazy time we live in. Yeah. We have no idea how this is going to end. The whole world is literally shutting down before, before our eyes, literally shutting down. Yeah. Schools are not working. Sport arenas are closed. Mm. Um, people are in lockdown, and and we are told that this may last a long period of time, mm. uh, for months and months. Absolutely, and and we have no idea. Yeah. So behind this, we need to know there is this great sabalgadol. There is more to it than meets the eye. Mm. And we need to understand this. Mm. And we need to be encouraged that our God is with us in this great Saval Gadol. Mm. So what I'm hearing is that, yeah. what I'm hearing is that that um, as in the as in the, the same experience that Daniel had can be ours in our time. We can get the same hope. We can we have the privilege, like you mentioned, to to see behind the curtain, understand many more things that Daniel understood back then. And remember that we we can with that experience remember that ultimately we have the great prince of exactly. heaven we have god himself fighting on our, on our behalf there is a great war yet he is controlling this at the same yes. time he he is fighting on our on our behalf on whoever yeah. believes in him really and remember the bible text it is probably appropriate here we can boldly come before the throne of grace mm. Yeah. And our God can fight our battles. Amen. But our God is inviting us. Mm. He says, your prayers are aiding me, mm. are helping me. You are calling me to come and stand on your side. Yeah. On your side. So we are crucial players in this. We, it's not as we are non-players. Mm. We are players. Mm. And we are players also on behalf of other people, not only just for our own sake. Mm-hmm. But we are players, and we can intercede on behalf of other people. But that's another thing. So I think it's very, very encouraging for us, especially at this time. Mm-hmm. It is real, Saval Gadol. It is real, 
it is real battle and uh, behind uh, behind what is going on in the world now. Mm, mm, absolutely. Well, I hope that uh, everybody who listens can have that strength that the faith may be reinvigorated. That as we spend more time in prayer, God will do His part. Let us not forget that this beautiful chapter that Zeni you just described for us tells us that from the very first moment that Daniel prayed, there was already an answer being sent. But there is yes. the war behind that sometimes things yes. appear to That's be on hold. Point. That is excellent point. Yeah, yeah. So God answers and we can be assured of victory. So victory is already assured. Mm. You cannot be defeated. That's the fact. Mm-hmm. You know, that's amazing, isn't it? Absolutely. Excellent. I look forward to next next week's anyway when we talk about um, Daniel chapter 11 and unpack some of these ideas in this amazing uh, war that is behind the scenes that of things that happen, but also things that may be coming. Well, thank you so much, Sandy and family. There you have it. We look forward to discussing also chapter 11 and I hope that you can join us as well as we unpack those character building ideas. Don't forget that we're going to put a link at the bottom about these uh, sessions, seminars, live uh, presentations that Zeni is going to be delivering in his church because if you do not have the opportunity to have that in your church or in your community and you're in a shutdown, as we know many places around the world, and yours might be one of those uh, having, you can still join somewhere. And Zeni is based here in Brisbane in Australia and he will be sharing a lot of Uh, inspiring and timely messages through that, um, through that, uh, through this Zoom and through these uh, technologies that we can utilize today to keep the faith and to keep the interactions going. So, thank you so much. Zen and I today have chosen to love God because there is no other way to go. There is no other place to go, and we have chosen to live a prayerful life. And we encourage you to do that. The question is, are you ready to do that? Do you want to do that? And I hope that you do. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, like it, share it, hashtag it, comment, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Tumblr as Adventist Reflections. God bless you.